Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yeah, it is time to talk some Greyhound Racing this morning. Simon Orchard is uh, joining us from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. G'day, Simon. G'day, Dave. How are you, mate? Very good, mate. Uh, we've just hit September. Semi-finals are not too far away of the $10 million chase. And what have we had? 37 Greyhounds qualify so far. You're spot on, mate. Plenty of Greyhounds and plenty of good Greyhounds through to the semi-finals of the $10 million chase. Only a couple of chances left as well, Dave. Goulburn and Richmond have their finals tomorrow. Broken Hill has the final on Sunday. Nowra and Maitland on Monday night. And then the City Preludes or Preludes uh, are all that's left, Dave. So there's some big names that are yet to miss, uh, yet to punch this... their ticket, I should say. She's a pearl. Obviously going around at Goulburn tomorrow. Zipping Kyrgios at Richmond tomorrow. Doonan, uh, he made the final earlier this year. He hasn't qualified yet. Coast Model will be at Nowra on Monday. And we've seen the WA star Panama Pepper uh, come over and win a heat at Richmond last week, which was really good. And I guess the big question, Dave, will Wowshie's fast make the trip up from Victoria? There's rumours that she won't, but we're interested to see what she will do. One man who will be hoping to secure his spot tomorrow night is Victorian Gavin Clifton. He trains Photo Man and he joins us on the line now ahead of tomorrow's Richmond Tab Million Dollar Chase final. Morning, Gav. Where do we find you this morning, mate? Yeah, g'day, Simon. G'day, Dave. Yeah, I'm actually uh, sitting at the Tullamarine. Melbourne Airport, um, waiting to get on the plane to come up uh, the day before. So, yeah, waiting, waiting for aeroplane. It's a good starter for us, mate. Talk us through the challenges of travelling a dog because it's nothing new for you or Photo Man. You've been all around the countryside in the last couple of months. But talk our listeners through what it takes to get a dog up to New South Wales from Victoria and how that sort of goes for you and the dog. Yeah, so it was a few different ways, obviously, even by road. We tried that once and it's just too far to drive. I hate driving. <laughs> so, um, yeah, got him, uh, rang up uh, Jet Pets, actually. Uh, Tammy from Jet Pets. Easy enough, over the phone, book him on it, book the dog on the aeroplane, book myself on the same plane, and away we go. I don't want to give too many secrets away, but it's pretty simple. <laughs> but you've got, you've got to have the right dog as well, Simon. He's a, he's a very relaxed dog and um, nothing phases him at all. So, uh, yeah, no, he takes it in his stride. All good. It's an interesting part of racing. I spoke to Jack Smith earlier in the year with Jungle Juice. We know how good he travelled around the place. And he was a little bit a little bit loath to give away his secrets as well. But does it take a lot out of the, the dog, mate, getting him up here? And when you get to New South Wales, what's your plan? Where are you staying? Who's looking after you? And what does yep. the next 24 hours look like? Yeah, so every dog's a little bit different. Every dog, There's a couple at home that I wouldn't put in a, in, in a plane at all. Uh, they're just uh, idiots in the trailer as it is, so they wouldn't survive in the aeroplane probably. But this guy does. Um, yeah, so got some got some uh, friends all around the around Australia basically, and you, you rely on a lot of other greyhound people as well that you know. Uh, know Glenn McKinley pretty well in Sydney, and uh, and and another good mate named Sam Simonetta. Um, so yeah, photo man will stay at Sam's place um, overnight, and you stay again again on Friday night, fly back again on uh, Saturday. Um, and and Glenn's been really good driving us from the airport to and back from Sam's place to the track and all that sort of stuff. So. Uh, yeah, you can't rely on. Uh, you, you can't. You can't. Uh, um, you can't speak any more highly of friends like that that can do that for you. And yeah, you know, same goes around. What goes around comes around. When they come around down to my place, um, we'll do the same. So all good. It's a wonderful part of the industry, isn't it? I know the Kiwis were over yesterday, or a couple of Kiwis for the Nationals, and they were staying down in Wollongong here with uh, Glenny Goodwin. And uh, it's a really good part of the industry that everyone reaches out and looks after one another. If you've got the kennel room, why not? Hey, eh? uh, let's yeah. talk about. Let's talk about Photo Man, and we'll start with the name, because it's pretty quirky. Tell us uh, yeah. a little bit about how this bloke named Jerry and a lady yeah. named Pearl have a connection yeah. to him, his little sister, yeah. and the name Photo Man. Yeah, sure. So so good, very good friends of mine, uh, Jerry Snyder and his partner, Pearl Terry, they bred the litter. Uh, the litter before this was very good, went over $200,000 
um, and they were very good. And, I was, and Jerry fixes the muzzles, and he also takes the photos at Warrigal Greyhounds. And um, so I was at his place one day uh, and getting a muzzle, couple of muzzles fixed, and I walked past the pups, and I said, oh, any of them for sale, Jerry? He said, oh, I don't think so, Gabby, you'll have to speak to Pearl. And the next time I went there, any of those still for sale? Anyway, eventually gave in, and we bought a dog and a bitch. And, um, yeah, so one's called Jerry, and, and his sister's called Pearl. Um, and their racing names are Photo Man because he takes the pictures at Warrigal. And Pearl's one of the main catchers. She organises all the catchers at Warrigal. And so his sister's name's Catcher Pearl. She's not as fast as uh, Photo Man, but she's, uh, she's, she's not too bad either. She's won four or five races and won over 15,000. So all good for the breeding barn for her down the track. Good on you for persisting, mate. It certainly paid off. You mentioned uh, Photo Man and the quality that he's shown you. What, 20-odd starts? Group 1 placed, Group 2 winner up in Queensland recently, the Flying Amy Classic. He made the final of the Tab Million Dollar Chase earlier this year. What do you like most about him, mate? What are his best qualities? Uh, he's, he's just a, he's a real gentleman. He's a real gentleman, Simon. He's, uh, yeah, he does everything right. There's not one thing he does wrong. Um, he's really calm off the track and get on the track and, he, and his ears prick up and he says, here I go. Um, so he's, all his energy is conserved just for racing, you know, and, and uh, a lot of the other dogs in the kennel are jumping around, carrying on, wanting to get out. Um, but no, he just stands there, and when you get him out, he walks along next year, no problem. He's uh, he's a real gentleman, he, and uh, he doesn't do anything wrong, and and his touch wood, he stays pretty sound all the time. So um, yeah, I can't fault him. He's definitely the best dog that David. I can't train with my cousin Dave. He's uh, he's definitely the best dog that we've had by a long way. I've heard a few rumours about uh, your cousin Dave. Is it true that he pumps the dog's tyres up at every chance and you're a little bit more hesitant to give him the big plug? Is that right? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know where you hear that from, but it's absolutely spot on, I tell you. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dave's a real front runner. He bags for Carlton down here in the football as well, so that's why oh, he does all that. I've got, to, I've got to try and keep the brakes on as much as I can. <laughs> Uh, good stuff, mate. Look, he's not even three years old yet. He turns three later in the year. He's won over $230,000 in prize money. Uh, we mentioned the accolades that he's received already in his young career. What about this final tomorrow, mate, at Richmond? So, look, it's a pretty hot field. Uh, we've had some good ones, but this could arguably one of the, be one of the better ones going around. You've got Ziff and Kyrgios in one, Gatlin in two for Minifin as well, Chasing Fernando, Box three, your guy, Photo Man, in four, Panama Pepper, the WA visitor who won really well last week in the heats in five, my name's Bernie Six, Tanya Keeping seven, and Hold Me Up in eight. Have you had a look at the form and how do you see the race shaping up? Yeah, as you say, mate, it's a very, very good field. Um, thank God we only have to run in the first three to, to add to those 37 that you guys already mentioned earlier today. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's a top race. Zipping Kerrios, boy, there's not many more accolades you can give him. Uh, he's a very good dog. I'm happy to be drawn in four rather than the car park out in eight where I was last week. Um, and happy to be on the inside of Panama Pepper and inside of Tanya Keeping as well. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a very good race. I think uh, I think down the back there won't be much between them and who's the, who's the strongest at the end. I think Panama Pepper is a very, very good dog. And uh, and Tanya Keeping was terrific last week as well. And, and then and then Tipton Curious as well. So, um, yeah, it's a terrific race, and hopefully we can uh, jump and be with him in the first turn. He's pretty strong, um, and hopefully we can make the first three. That's what that, that's what the aim of the game is tomorrow night. Does he need to be at the front to be a chance tomorrow, Gav? We know Zipping Curious, obviously not the best beginner sometimes, but obviously flies home. Gatlin's had some pretty yeah. good runs in the last couple of months. Chasing Fernando showed some good speed last yeah, week. Exactly. As you mentioned Panama Pepper yeah. and Tanya Keeping, but does he need to be at the front, mate, to be a real sniff? Uh, I, no, I think if he's in the first, Two or three, he's a real first. Yeah, first three, I reckon, he's a real chance. Um, chasing Fernando led him well last week, and we were able to run him down the last uh, hundred metres or so. Um, but he's a very good beginner, and it, it might help us. You know, what I mean, chasing Fernando comes out good, 
and uh, we can sit in behind it, hopefully slot in behind it, and um, and uh, and make a run down the back, and hopefully run the first three. I know you probably don't want to think this way, Gav, but just in case he does um, miss out tomorrow night, have you had a thought about what you do? Do you come back up for the preludes? Uh, yeah. What is it next weekend? Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan, mate. The, the, you know, it was a backwards backwards way into the semi-finals, um, and I thought, you know, last week, last last time he did it and he made the final was was three hard weeks in a row. Um, and I thought if we can have a week off before we have to come up for the semi-finals, then that would be really good. Um, but just the same, if he doesn't run in the first three, yeah, we'll definitely be coming back because uh, you know to be in a have a chance at a million dollars is is unbelievable, isn't it? And hats off to Grand Racing New South Wales. You know, terrific, terrific uh, promotion and and vehicle for uh, promotion of Greyhound racing. Terrific. And um, yes, and and we've got such a such a buzz out of it last year that a lot not last year, last time earlier in the year. Um, that you know we, we can't knock up that chance to to uh, come back and have another crack. That's a good segue, Gav, into my last question. You've sort of hit the nail on the head a little bit there, but talk a little bit more about the, the million-dollar chase concept. Obviously, being from Victoria, we've seen a couple of Victorians come up uh, with limited success so far. Your guy probably um, one of the better ones running fifth in the final earlier this year. But what does it mean, mate? A million dollars, as you said, can change people's lives having a race like this. And it's also pushed prize money up down in Victoria for some of your bigger races as well. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, no, good words. I remember back in 1988, I was a young fellow way back then, and a, and a mate of mine was training at my first ever dog, and he won a race at Warrigal, and I think it was $175 to the winner. So <laughs> 30-something years down, or 40-something years, 30-something years down the track, and if we could be in a race, or we have been in a race worth a million dollars to the winner. I mean, that's, uh, you know, boy, oh boy, it just seems out of reach. It has seemed out of reach probably five years ago, let alone, let alone now, you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, you've got to be. You've got a good a dog, good enough. You've got to give him a chance at these races. For sure. Spot on, spot on, Gav. Really well said, mate. Look, we appreciate your time this morning. Uh, talking to us on Going Greys. We hope you travel up safe with Photo Man and hopefully tomorrow night. I know our photographer, our Photo Man, Lockie up here, works for GRNSW. He's listening this morning and he will absolutely go berserk if you win. <laughs> Favorite dog. I know you've come across him a couple of times, but um, yeah. yeah, we wish you all the best, mate. Good on you, and I hope Lockie's taking me a picture tomorrow night. <laughs> Good stuff. There he goes, Gab Clifton. Uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful dog, wonderful guy, uh, and that pretty much epitomises the greyhound industry. Dave, a lot of great fellas and ladies out there just travelling around the state, around the country, trying to get their dogs to run and, and get some of this great prize money on offer. So, uh, wonderful fella.